Good morning. If you have any questions, time to answer them. Remember, guys, to write it in the chat. All right. So we've been talking for the past three days in El Cafecito, the, the, the radio show we have, which is in Spanish. All right. So for those of you who don't speak Spanish, I understand this is the time for you. You're not missing uh, the content. That's why we have Monday calls. And I like to, to bring from what we do in that radio show, which is all about real estate. Uh, and if you don't know about it, let me know. We'll, we'll send you the link. You can ask here for the link and I will provide it for you. We've been talking about um, something very important for real estate agents, all right? Which is the difference between uh, clients doing business with you for what you do and clients doing business with you for who you are, all right? Big, big, big difference. So I want to share with you in the screen, how can that help you or how is that hurting you, all right? So let's talk about this right here and then we're gonna expand on it. And I want you to pay very, very close attention because it's going to make your business way, way, way easier, all right? So when clients do business with you for what you do, you're replaceable. They don't see you as that person that they truly need. Hey, if you're not available, if you don't accommodate to my needs, my time and the fees that I'm willing to pay, I'll go to somebody else, right? When they do business with you for what you do, you need to look for clients. They don't look for you. Got it? Number three, you need to do a lot of explaining, justifying what you do right here. A lot of explaining. Number four, that's what happens. Oh my God, there's so much competition. There is a lot of competition if you don't differentiate yourself with higher value. And finally, the most important, one of the most important things that happen is that you can increase your fees, your prices, because it's a, it's a race to the bottom. Got it? So most real estate agents only compete on fees. So you need to make sure that you learn how to differentiate yourself and give way higher value to your clients. And I mean it, and higher value doesn't mean customer service, which a lot of agents confuse. Oh, I provide very good customer service. Yes, a lot of other agents can say so too. Does that make sense? So I wanna give you an example that you can tangibly understand what I'm trying to say right here, because it's gonna be critical for your business. It means that you have to put a little bit more effort now for a huge payoff in the future, instead of putting a little bit of effort for the next 40, 50 years, all right? So I'm gonna show it to you right here. And this is in the next screen, uh, examples, all right? Water, right? It's the same water. We can argue that one water, it's maybe than the, better than the other one, yes, but the, the marginal improvement of one water over the other doesn't justify twice as much the price. Right? When you pay for a Fiji water or avian water, it's usually two and a half to three times the cost of a regular bottled water. Why? Because it's not of what it is. So it's not the water, but the brand. Does that make sense? Another one is a pen. Why people buy $600, $700 pens when they can get one for literally two or three cents? It's the same ink, guys, it's the same ink. But people pay six, $700, right? Another one, computers versus Apple. Let's stop right here. That's a huge definition of who they are. How many of you have seen the Apple sticker in cars? How many of you? Raise your hand, how many of you? Many of you, right, right? You see those cards? And they, are, they proudly put the sticker in the back of their window, in, their, in the window they have in the back of the car. Have you ever seen a Hewlett Packard sticker or a Dell sticker in a car? No, right? Because they never created that huge, amazing brand. People do business with Apple not because of what it is. What it is is who they are. They have Apple clubs. When was the last time you knew about a Hewlett Parker club? 
They're none. Got it? It's creating that specific experience, right? Another example is Starbucks. Why would you pay four times as much for a coffee that many times doesn't taste as good as $99.99 coffees? Why would you go to Starbucks when you can go to other places that are as beautiful and some of them even more beautiful? Again, the brand. 15 years ago, nobody could imagine that something so commodity like coffee, 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 a company would charge four to five times more. Five times more. I go to the gas station right here where I charge my cards. It's called Wawa, right? It's one of the biggest and newest stations in the United States. They're taking, you know, they're taking over the gas stations in the United States. And the coffee is delicious. The large coffee is 129. 129. Sometimes I go to Starbucks, which I don't really like. I'm not saying the quality is lower. It's just the taste. It's not a big deal. But I go with my daughter. She loves it. And I pay $5 for a coffee. And I leave half of it because I don't like it much. Got it? Rolex. Rolex. $20,000 watch. Uh, you know, the Apple Watch can do many more things. It's only 500. How is that making you feel as the consumer when you wear a watch like that, right? What is the experience? So when you're with a client, what is the experience you're giving them? This is key. That's the differentiation. And most agents say, well, there's so, there's so much competition. Yes, if you're only a real estate agent. Yes, if you're only showing houses. Yes, if you're only doing the typical presentation. Yes, if you're just doing a little bit of everything. But when you are very clear on the following right here, and again, if you have any questions, you can go to the chat and answer, answer them right there. So I gave you that. Remember Amazon? When was the last time you went online and shopped in any other site? You buy other people, other brands, Nike, Adidas, whatever. What do you buy it? You go to Nike.com? No, you go to Amazon. How they make you feel, right? If you're prime, you get a next day. Sometimes the same day. They don't charge you more, right? They have your credit card on file. They know who you are. They know what you like. It's the experience. What experience are you giving your client that there is not even a choice. Guys, nothing more commodity than an online store. Nothing more commodity than that. But Amazon made it unique, very unique. So much that they control the online selling of pretty much everything, absolutely everything. Why? Because of the experience. And that's their motor, right? The client experience. The number one agent a few years ago, Carlos Justo, uh, who I had the pleasure to, uh, to meet with him in, in Las Vegas a few months month ago, he created the, the celebrity real estate agent. You know, all those shows you see today on TV, right? He was, a, he was the first person to do that. And what would he do? He wouldn't even pick up his clients in a limousine in the airport. He wouldn't do that. That's, that's too little. That's not a big experience. He would pick him up in the airport, go to the private part of the airport. And from the airport, they would get in a helicopter. And he would show the properties in Miami. You can see that in YouTube, by the way. It's, it's in YouTube. Carlos Justo just researched that. And he, was, he would show his clients the properties by helicopter. It's game over for the rest of the real estate agent. How, how, are you, how, how much of a unique experience this guy is providing his clients? You, you don't have to do that. Got it? 
The number one listing agent in Miami is Riley Smith. Many of you know him, but he provides a very unique experience, right? Which is he always, he's always in sandals and he sells 15, 20, $30 million properties, but he's always in shorts and sandals. And I know people, I know people that have said, that they have said to me, I would never do business with Riley. How is that guy that's going to talk to me in a professional way, talk to me in sandals? Some people don't like it. And he knows that. And he's not a controversial, controversial guy, very easygoing guy. But that is, brand, that, is, that is his brand, right? So what's your brand? How do you identify yourself? When you see us in stage, you see us all dressed up, right? The C5 cab, you see the C5 jacket, you see the C5 uh, shirt, right? You see the same, the same line of clothing, the same colors. How can they identify you? How can they differentiate you? What do you stand for? It's a little bit difficult at the beginning, but it's gonna make it so much easier in the future. The reason I wrote a book in 1995, I'm not sorry, 2005 was for that reason to differentiate myself. People are not gonna believe that I'm available 24 seven. People are not gonna believe, or it's not important for them to tell them that you're loyal to them, that you, you'll do anything for them. Everybody else does the same thing. So what is something concrete that you are doing different from other agents, right? What is it? And, and we're here to discuss it. If you have questions, that's the idea of today's conversation. Because that, that, that little difference will make the huge difference. Top producers get business, not for what they do. I'm sure for those of you who have enough experience, not only you can provide as good of a service as a top agent, most likely, if you're not at that level, you can do a better job. You know why? Because you need the client. You're hungry. Most top producers are not hungry. And they won't spend that much time with the client. They just won't. They will what? Delegate it to the junior agents in their team. But guess what? Who's getting the who's getting the the big the big contracts, the big listing agreements? The top agent who's going to do very little. The team is going to do most of the work. So at the end of the day, what if the team is going to do all the world work? Why don't I why don't I hire the team member that, that might be cheaper? Perception. That was your work today, right, uh, Thomas? Perception. Right. Right. And you were elaborating on, on, on how important the perception of your client. Uh, is your client is your client looking at you as a real estate agent only? There are 57 of us in Miami. How are they perceiving you? This is such an important topic, and I need you to slow down and, and you know and, and come down to earth and say, okay, what is my strategy, my marketing strategy through the four quadrants, right? That, is, that are going to allow me not to compete, but to dominate, even create my own category. Do you know any other coaching company, coaching company in the United States in Spanish? I don't know it. Not really. No, not really, right? Maybe it exists, but I, I, I just, we just don't have competition. Not because we are better, but because we are the only ones. And when I started in real estate, right? And Thomas, you were there, uh, you know, a while ago. It was very few of us, right? And we would meet, you know, in those big conferences. And I had a book. So I, I was, did I know more than other agents? No way. But I had the book. I was the author. So I was the one speaking on stage. I didn't know more than the other experts, but they were paying me and flying me to those conferences to speak because I had something unique, something different that any of you can have. In my case, it was a book. 
Did it take a little bit of effort? Yeah, a little bit more effort. But it gave me way more. Orlando. Yeah. Anybody, anybody can do it. The thing is, not everybody's willing to do it. And that sets the difference. You distance yourself from the crowd by doing something different that not everybody's willing to do. And that's a key factor in this business or any business, actually. Got to be willing to uh, learn more, be more. Like Jim Rome says, right? Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. One more time. One more time. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. And this is so true. This is so true of, uh, of not only real estate, every, every other profession. Can you control, Thomas, the economy in a, in a way or the clients in a way that, it, that is easier? Can you control the economy to make it easier? Not at all. Not at all. You can only control yourself. Right. Can you control becoming better? better? Absolutely. Bingo. Absolutely. That's the key. You know, new agents, they always find it that they wanted everything to be easier. You know, are you going to give me leads? Are you going to do this for me? Are you... And the reality is we all need to ask ourselves, how can I become better every day? That is, but, but not very many people ask themselves that question. You did, right. I do, but right. that's, uh, that's key. I mean, we're telling everybody what the key is here. Right, another, another thing that I, that I, uh, that I learned, it's, uh, and, and you know, with Angelica, a very, very, very close friend of mine, I, I, I learned with, with her the importance of asking yourself, who am I becoming? Right, and many real estate agents go to uh, firms, and that is an advice that I'm going to start giving from now on. And was a realization of working very close with a with an amazing brain, Angelica Bam, right? Which is don't focus on what they're going to give you. Focus on who you're going to become. So if you're going to a real estate company, ask the company not what they're going to give you, like. Thomas mentioned, how many leads are you going to give me? What's the split you're going to give me? No, the real question you need to be asking yourself is, who are you helping me become by associating with you? By coming here, how are you going to help me become? What are you going to help me become? That's the most important thing. Leads come and go, but who, who you become, nobody can take away. So, if I start working with you, who are you going to help me become? Most important question. Most important question. Got it? So let me show you. And I know, let me, let me go into the, some questions and comments right here. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, here it is. Uh, very good. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you very much. Uh, Teresa, you asked for the uh, link to El Cafecito. And uh, it's right there. Jo uh, Johanna put it in the, in the chat. So for those of you who want to... Uh, to listen to it from 8 in the morning to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, Fridays, we are there every single morning live, all right? Uh, Deborah says, good morning. I did some marketing on Facebook for new construction on Koya Bay. I reached over 5,000 people and did not get one lead. What do you think I did wrong? All right, so real quick, so we can go back to the, uh, to the topic today. Deborah, uh, are you there? Can you uh, turn on your microphone? Can you unmute yourself? Can you unmute yourself, Deborah? All right, I don't think Deborah can speak. So if he can speak, very, very important. If you're doing a, a campaign on Facebook, remember it's the lead generation campaign, the only campaign where you can get leads. And I, that's what I wanted to verify with Deborah. It's called the lead generation campaign there are more than eight type of campaigns on facebook right deborah most likely you didn't do a lead generation generation campaign you did a traffic campaign so yeah you can reach five thousand people you don't have the not the names emails and address of those people so if you didn't do that one set up a lead generation campaign jose okay uh, brand uh, says brand and reputation brand and reputation and uh, are the keys yes and it's the recognition now the key question right here is, like my brother says, right? 
Without marketing, something terrible happens. Without marketing, something terrible happens, which is what? Um, you don't get the recognition, I guess. Nothing. Nothing, yeah. Without marketing, something terrible happens, which is what? Nothing. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. All right? So the marketing is the key. You might be the, the brightest expert in your area, but people need to know that. Does Amazon advertises? Yes. Apple advertises? Yeah. Rolex advertises? Absolutely. They, they need to keep reminder other people of what they stand for and the value they provide to their clients. So marketing is the key. Yes, you in order to have a brand, there, there is no way you can have a brand, recognizable brand, Jose, without the marketing. That's what marketing in part is doing for you, right? You have direct marketing, which generates a lead. And uh, Deborah was talking about that on Facebook, but you also have brand marketing, which is the recognition. Which after right? 18 years, after 18 years in the industry, now receiving the coaching that I'm receiving with you is when I'm actually starting to learn this. Right. It took me 18 years to learn, but yeah. you know, I'm doing it now and I'm getting more, I get 10 to 20 leads a day. You see? Sometimes I can't even catch up with it. I'm trying to catch up with it and I can't. You see, and that's the key. And then those leads, Jose, the first time they see you, this is what happens. They don't know who you are. It's normal. It happens to me too, right? And when I go, and you've been to my, to my seminars many times, and I ask at the beginning, who, who doesn't know me? And, and, and many people raise their hand and they say, it's not your fault, it's my fault. <laughs> but now that I have their information, it's my job, right, to keep sending them valuable information, which you're so, starting to do right now. Yeah, with the email, email marketing campaigns, yes. Exactly. So first is so sick. First is a real estate agent. They don't even remember your name. But then they remember Jose, and then they see Jose as the expert, and then Jose becomes their brand. Yeah. That's all through marketing. All right. Very, very, very good. All right. Karina, Amazon brings convenience and ease of experience. What do you bring to your clients? But it has to be concrete, very concrete. It doesn't matter what industry you're at. All right. Very good. David, in another time and market, 2003. The fact I'm bilingual made the edge. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. And that's okay. There are some abilities that are standard right now. It's okay. In my case, for example, right, I decided to work with international clients. And I decided to become the expert for international clients. By the way, for you, whatever you are in the country, because we have people in the United States, we have people overseas. Let's say you're in California. We have people from California in this call. doesn't matter where you are. You become the expert of your community in Los Angeles, right? I live in Miami in Coral Gables. That's a small city within Miami. And we have North Gables and South Gables. I can become that expert in North Gables, for example, only North Gables. And nobody knows more than me about North Gables. Remember, who makes more money, the general doctor or the specialist? The specialist, right? But who makes more money, the specialist or Dr. Ross? Dr. Ross from TV, right? Are you that expert? Are you that brand <clears throat> that Jose was talking about in your area? You don't need to invest thousands of dollars. You don't need to be on TV. You don't need to be on radio or the newspapers. But what you need to be in there, in your clients, in your least brain all the time, all the time. If not, good luck. It's not going to happen. You'll have to keep chasing people. It's key. It's the big difference. And the last thing you want to do, before I continue with the chat, the last thing you want to do when somebody asks you what you do, it's mention your title or profession. Como dirían, how... That's the, that's the word that Angelica Ben would use, right? Mata pasiones, right? It, it kills the whole thing, the whole interest. So tell me, what do you do? I'm a real estate agent. How boring. What do you do? I'm an accountant. How boring. 
What do you do? I'm a lawyer. Oh, okay. Turn around and leave. What do you do? I help international clients realize their dream of investing in a property, in, especially in Miami. And I help them with their financial needs. We, find, we get the financing. We set up the legal entity. We're a team of experts, right? And make sure that they get a return of five and a half to 6% and above guaranteed, right? Is that something that you're looking for? No, I'm not perfect. That then I'm not your expert. Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, yeah, I was looking for a property. Perfect. I'm not going to tell you I'm a real estate agent. It doesn't mean anything for you at all. Right? So what are you telling your clients in a daily basis? What are you telling your clients in a daily basis when they ask you? What do you do? You help what? You solve issues. Right? That's the key. Don't ever say again in your life. I'm a real estate agent. People are looking for solutions. What do you solve? If I'm in Coral Gables, right? What do you do? I help owners in Coral Gables sell, sell their home for the pri highest price in the shortest period of time. That has been my business for over 20 years. And we've sold over a thousand, and we help over a thousand clients accomplish that. Sell their property for the highest price in the shortest period of time. What do you do? That's exactly what I do. What do you do? I'm a real estate agent. I didn't ask you what you are. I ask you what you do. Thomas, please. I have a very good uh, Mexican friend who inspires quite a bit of people in Mexico. She always says that we get paid to solve problems. And you, the size of what you get paid is directly proportional to the size problem you solve. So what are we what are we solving that the other 59,000 agents who are registered in Dade County are not doing? What are we doing, right? Right. That's the question we need to be asking ourselves. Now, sometimes coming from from uh, Thomas line of thinking, sometimes is that you're not doing something way different. But the perception is the perception that you're doing something way different. It's all about perception. That's marketing. It's about communication, no? How do I, how do I, how do I promote myself? Right, right? But that's perception, right? So that's marketing. If you compete by what you do, you will always be replaceable. I can always go to somebody that is cheaper. How much do you charge? 3%. Okay, my friend is starting two and a half. Can you match it? Well, yes. All right, perfect. Hey, listen, I talked to my friend. Now he said he's going to go down to two. Can you go to two? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me think about it. I'll call you back. Yeah, I can match two. By the way, while you were thinking, my friend said he can go down to one and a half. Can you match one and a half? No differentiation. Does that make sense? Guys, this is, this is one of the most important conversations where we need to strategize the most because that's why so many agents suffer because again, they, are, they see themselves instead of problem solvers, like Thomas is saying, as just real estate agents. And there are over 57,000 just in Miami. There are over 25 million real estate agents in the world. There are over 1.3 million agents just in the United States. Licensed real estate agents in the United States, 1.3 million, million, until, until you shift your mindset from who you are, a real estate agent, okay, to what you solve, help people solve, right, and create that brand, it's going to be very difficult. You're always going to be striving to get the next client, right? So here we go. How do we do that? Well, let's go right here. Is it this one? Yeah, I gave you some examples right here. Amazon, Starbucks, Rolex, right? So four critical questions, who you, who you are, okay? Who are you? Who are you? It's not a real estate agent. Who am I? I'm a specialist of I'm helping sellers in Coral Gables accomplish the goal of selling their home by doing two things, getting the highest price, in the shortest period of time. Or I'm an expert on helping 
international clients realize or accomplish the goal of buying an investment property for the highest return, All right? Number two, what do you do? I explained that. What do you do? I help international clients. I have a team of experts, legal experts that will set up the right, the proper entity for you. I have the mortgage brokers that will find the financing for you. The best terms, conditions, interest rates, closing costs for you. All right. Who do you want to become? That's more internal to you. I want to become the dominant agent in North Gables. I want to become the dominant agent in, let's say, Colombia, right? For international clients. Exactly, Orlando, you say, because, for example, I have two issues. I, I, I sell for Colombia and I sell uh, uh, pre-construction. So okay. it doesn't matter if, if I have to focus. No, but, but by the way, you can help a lot of Colombians because most of pre-construction is bought by, by who? By international clients. So okay. you want to focus on Colombians and want to buy pre-construction. Perfect. Okay, thank right? you. Even more specific now. Now, when you talk to a Colombian person, you're focusing on pre-construction. And we've seen Carolina Pacheco, right? That's not, you know, she's been in coaching with me for many years. And she, she only does that. She loved that. And she will close 40, 50 pre-constructions a year. In the last retreat, her goal was to do 13 uh, pre-constructions in this quarter, right? Her first quarter goal was 13 pre-constructions. She already has eight, seven or eight. In what, in four weeks? Her, she's laser focused. She knows exactly who to serve, which is right here. Who do you serve? Carolina not only serves international clients, she serves international clients from Colombia, but not only international clients from Colombia. She serves international clients for Colombia looking for pre-construction, but not only looking for pre-construction, Colombian clients. She's looking to help Colombian clients looking for pre-construction in Miami and Orlando. But not only in Miami and Orlando, in a very specific price range, usually between 500 to $2.2 million. Now she knows those projects better than, anybody, better than anybody else. She's very specific. And the whole day she's thinking about growing her team and what? And selling those pre-constructions. I remember when she started with coaching with me, she, uh, you know, I, I was, I've always been an adamant believer on becoming a listing agent, right? It's important to become a listing agent. Thomas, you wanted to say something? No, Orlando, I'm sorry. I raised the hand. By mistake. Okay. No, thank you. Thank you for, for the, for the inter for the comments today. So, uh, Carolina, you know, she would come to, uh, that's before the pandemic. She would come to, to coaching and I would tell her, you know, now you need to become, now that you have the experience. You need to become a listing agent. And she always thought that. I said, well, I know I have to do it, but I don't want to become a listing agent. I don't want to become a listing agent. But Carolina, you know, the listings will give you the exposure, the marketing, all the things you know. And that she, she, she tried uh, for a couple of months, but it was just not in her DNA. Says, she said, I just don't like it. Orlando. I just don't like going to people's houses and making presentations. It's just not me. All right. So we said, all right, perfect. Let's not fight it. Let's become the best. Pre what do you like? I love pre-construction. Pre I really do. So, okay, let's make sure that you become the best pre-construction agent you can become. And look at her today, right? It doesn't really matter what you pick. What matters is that you want to do it at a, a, a such a high level that you won't even have competition. That you will have like Jose was saying, right? He has more leads now that he can handle. So what matters is that you pick something that you really like. Or at least many of you will say, no, I don't really like anything. I just need to make some money. Got it? And, for, and, you guys, and some of you laugh, uh, but unfortunately, it's really hard to make some money when you don't like something. 
So in this case, the question would go way deeper than just what market, who do you want, what do you want to do, what do you, who do you want to become, right? And what market do you want to serve? It's very difficult to compete with a Carolina who is passionate about this, thinking about it 24 seven, when you're just putting an extra effort just to make a buck. And life is too short just to do something for money, right? Way too short. And we learned that from Angelica. It's not, we were saying uh, uh, this morning in a, in, a, in a group, you know, in the team meeting, it's, uh, there's a phrase, beautiful phrase that goes like this. It's not the years in your life. It's the life in your years, right? And some people get to live to 90 with very little life. Some people live to 50 to 30, but man, what a life. They, they live like for 300 years. I learned that from Ayrton Senna, the driver, right? Remember the driver, the, the Brazilian driver? If you see the documentary, Senna, I highly recommend that documentary. He died, I think, at 32, 33 years old, very young. But that guy lived so much in 30 years. Most people won't live that in three lifetimes. And another person that did that, who, who was who? Angelica Bam. 53 years, she lived 24 seven in a cloud, the whole day in a cloud. She wouldn't even want to sleep. I mean, it was a passion for her 24 seven, Monday through Sunday. By the way, here's the thing. You can find the passion and I highly uh, recommend this book. It's not deep work, it's, Carl Newport, highly recommend this work. It's a little bit slow, but Carl Newport, please write this down. Let's see, deep work. Let's see, Carl Newport, right here. No deep work. Okay, so here it is. It's called So Good They Can't Ignore You. Let me share the, uh, the screen with you so you can see it. So Good They Can't Ignore You, right here so good they can't ignore you highly recommend this book highly highly recommend this book take a screenshot if you want right here so good they can't ignore you all right so the premise on that book is that less than two percent of our population less than two percent have a vocational profession Got it? Like doctors, for example. I mean, doctors know they want to be doctors since they were little kids, right? It's just something they have in their DNA. That's about 2% athletes, right? Uh, performers, you know, singers, actors, right? Since they were little, little kids. And they knew that, and that's what they've done. But 98% of the population, real estate agents, accountants, lawyers, you know, they needed a profession, and that's what they do. Got it? But when you become, so this is the premise of the book. When you become, become so good at whatever you do, which is not a vocation, that others can ignore you, then you start getting that energy, that feedback for, from other people, which goes way deeper than money. And then you want to do more. And the more you do, the better you do it. And the better you do it, the more feedback you get positive feedback so you want to do it even more and then you go into this snowball but a positive no snowball which for most of you who got to know angelica that's what she was she said in this snowball growing and growing because the feedback was so good so she did it more and the feedback came higher and then more and higher and when you get there game over for there's no competition there's just no competition you just want to contribute more and more and more and more because by contributing, you get the feedback and you can do that in every career, every single career. And definitely you can do it in real estate because we've seen it. And I know this session today is not that typical technical session, but if you get to understand this from a little bit deeper angle, which is, okay, who am I, who I want to become and who do I want to serve? So I can do the technical. 
I can do the specialized knowledge, the marketing, and the sales conversations. Now I have a meaning for my sales, my, my specialized knowledge. Now my marketing has a very direct vision. I know exactly where I want to go. And now my sales conversations have a very powerful message and meaning that the client will sense. Then you become a brand. Then people want to follow you. Then they're doing business with you, not for what you do, for who, who you are. And bingo, that's it. You get into this high, 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 high. But it starts answering those three, three questions for you. Rolex, right? And they go and then, and I don't know much about the Rolexes. I have one, but I, it's just the, the machine. And I have one that is like very special. And it's like, a, you need to order it. And it, it takes like a year to get, right? It was a gift from my wife. And it's a very special one. And when people see me wearing that watch, they go, wow, that's, it's called a Daytona. Black Sphere, right? That's what it's called. And, and I think that and, and the, the machine inside that watch is something like very special. But the, the, the person that created that watch had that passion, right? For the watch before it was Rolex. Does that make sense? Starbucks, the same thing. If you read the book, The Third Place, who would have thought the owners of Starbucks sold it to the current owner who created their real Starbucks. They didn't understand that the owners of Starbucks in Seattle didn't understand the concept. He was saying he went to Italy and he saw these people in Italy with so much passion doing cappuccinos. In America, it's just black coffee, water and coffee. And these, these guys saw, wow, the, the craftsmanship, right? The, the desire to do something very special. And he got it. And then he brought it into coffee and now he charges $5, an hour, $5 per coffee. $5 per coffee. Can you believe that? For water, black water. Now, this session, again, is not a technical, typical session we have every Monday. But to take advantage of all this structure and technical things, because I'm very technical, we want to see this. We want to exactly understand what it is. Right, so I'm gonna answer a few a few questions right here. Uh, hold on one second, again, one more time, guys. Make sure you purchase this book. That book is a little bit heavy in terms of content. Buy the audio if you want. It's fifteen dollars. Another suggestion that I give you is when anybody asks you to buy a book, you buy it immediately. You don't question that. You just buy it. It's a fifteen dollar, twenty dollar investment. All right, just buy it and start reading it in the car. All right, listening to an audio. And then if you like it, you buy the book. You start, you don't have to finish every book. You start reading it, you don't like it, you stop. You don't have to read it, the whole thing. But sometimes you discover things. Thomas, let's see Thomas if he's on the phone or not. I'm here, Thomas, I'm here Orlando. When I interviewed you for the Miami Real Estate Show, I don't know if you remember what you said about books and the power they have over people. Why? Why books have so much power over people? <laughs> well, there are several uh, things about books, but one of them is the one I think you're referring to is that books tell you about yourself things that you wouldn't otherwise accept from other people telling you. <laughs> How interesting, right? You, you, are, you are exposed to a part of yourself that normally you wouldn't open up to other people you know, uh, about this, but the book will make you realize this, will make you think and will take you to a different level. And, you know, Orlando, if I may say this, books are also like a stretching of your mind. And the mind stretched is also like a rubber band. It never goes back to the same place. So the more you read, the more you're stretched in your thinking, the more, you know, we always talk about the fish in a fishbowl, right? So the book, in a way, is taking the fish out of the fishbowl and putting it out of the ocean because you're exposed to all this information that you've never been exposed to. Before. And then you are more open to accepting it from a book than from another person, generally speaking. Because there's always ego. We as humans have ego always. So we always are on a defensive mode, right? But a book is not aggressive. A book is just, you know, telling you things that, 
you're not rejecting, you know, you're just open to the ideas. You open up to the ideas more readily, I think. Right. You open your mind. It's th things, you know, I, I love when you said that. I was interviewing Thomas and that, and that was like six years ago. And I, and I hear that and I went like, it took me by surprise. And that's so true, right? Books have the power to tell you things you wouldn't accept from anybody else, right? So, so today, and I'm going to answer the, 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 the questions here or the comment where we're, not, I'm going to, we're going to read the comments. We have about 10 minutes. But, but today, I want you to take 10 extra minutes for yourself, which is to answer the number one question, which is, who are you? Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a person, I'm, I'm a man from Venezuela, you know, 22, 23 years old. You know, I graduated from, from college, you know, I'm a man from Venezuela in Miami. Okay. That that's me. Right. Uh, who do I want to become when I got into real estate? I wanted to become that expert, right. Uh, that people would come to me, right. For advice that I didn't want to go to people. And I was very clear about that. I didn't want to be chasing people. I wanted to be, I wanted people to come to me for the value that I offer. Right. Uh, and number three was, okay, who do I want to serve? Who do I want to serve, right? So to me, it was international investors because in my case, in my case, I had, and it was kind of difficult at the beginning, I came from banking, right? From banking. So when I uh, started real estate, many of my, I thought it was going to be easy. Oh, I have the list. People know me, right? And I know people that are in private banking and that there are clients in private banking that have a lot of money and they're gonna you know, trust me with their money. I'm gonna tell them to buy an apartment, they're gonna do that. And it was completely the opposite. The first thing they would ask me is, what happened, do you get fired? Is everything okay, right? So at the beginning for all of us, whether you have a great background for real estate or not, people are not gonna associate you, associate you with, uh, with real estate. So you gotta start changing that perception. Now we go into the technicalities of marketing. Right. So who do you want, who do you, who you are, who do you want to become? And I wanted to become that speak. I didn't want to be a real estate agent. I wanted to differentiate myself from other real estate agents. So I wrote a book. Right. And that was a, was an idea given to me by actually a client in private banking. He said to me, Orlando, are you going to become a real estate agent? And he said to me, this, this, these were his words. You are not that tall. You're not that small either. I was like, what is he talking about? Jaime, he's saying, he says, you're not that ugly, but you're not the model type either, right? He said, you're not big, but you're not skinny. And you speak like everybody else in Miami with an accent. <laughs> so he said to me at the time it was 16,000 agents. He said, how are you going to differentiate yourself from the other 16,000 agents in Miami? And then, you know, in the conversation, he came out, you know, I'm going to write a book. What do I know about real estate? Very little. I knew how to copy paste. That I knew. I knew how to get into the internet, which was very slow at the time. 2004, right? That I knew how to do. I knew how to do the research and put it in my own words. That little book made a difference. Now I was not a real estate agent, I was an author. That book started, you know, going from hand to hand, you know, people started reading it. And then the perception, as Thomas said, the perception changed. That little effort opened so many, so, so, so many doors. So what are you doing? What key, right? Are you crafting right now to open so many doors? That's a key question, right? So let's see. Tell us about the coach. Because I'm finding the man. Uh, thank you. Said, thank you very much. Not only are you telling us, uh, but also coaching us on become successful and financially independent. That, and that is a key aspect of our coaching, right? Thank you. Thank you very much for the comment. I said, Teresa, thank you. You got it. Alejandro, you put the, uh, the cafecito very good the, uh, in the desk. Very good. All right. Edna, what is the marketing strategy or process that help us to recognize what's my brand? or my best uh, version? So very, very good question, Edna. What is the marketing strategy or process to help us recognize what's the brand or my best version? Again, number one, ask who you are, where you're mm -hmm. from, where are your contacts, right? Remember the possibility versus probability we talk about in coaching, right? Now we're going to the specifics, the technical, right? 
Uh, I'm from Venezuela. Can I do a business? Can I? Is it, is it possible for me to do business with a Russian that is in Russia? Is it possible? It's possible. Yes, yes, you speak English and they speak English. It is you possible. It is possible. Exactly. But what's more probable to do business with a Venezuelan person in Miami or with a Russian in Russia? Venezuelans in Miami. Exactly. Venezuelan. <laughs> exactly. So you're asking, you know, how to recognize your brand or who you are. Who are you surrounded by? Where do you live? Who are your friends? What age? Mm -hmm. Right? Because if you're in your 20s, you, you, your target audience, who, the third question, who do I want to serve, changes. Right? Because if you're in your 20s, it's going to be more difficult right now to serve people in their 50s or 60s. Or if you're in your 50s or 40s, it's going to be more difficult to serve people in their 20s. Is it possible? Yes, it is. But you want the more probable. It's your essence. It's who you are. Oh, I see so many people doing commercial and they make so much money in commercial. It's a very small percentage of the real estate agents. Is that what you want? I hate it. I hate it commercial. <laughs> I knew I never wanted to do commercial. Oh my God. I, it's, it's, I think it's horrible. Some people love it. It's their essence. Orlando, so I hate it too. Huh? <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it too with a heart. I, uh, yes, it's not Thomas, easy. I hate it. But obviously there are people that love it. So what's your essence? Mm -hmm. And nobody can dictate that for, for you. And money is not going to change that. Say, so, oh, but I can make a lot of money there. No, 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 no. There is no place to make money. The only way you truly make money on a consistent basis is by developing your skills. And the only truly way to develop your skills, your skills is by doing something that you like. Mm -hmm. At least that you're prone to do. That, that comes easy. That comes easy to you, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you, you're passionate. You know, that, that book that I recommended you, so good they can ignore you. It can become so, it's at the beginning for, listen, and, and I say this in, 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 the, in, in my seminars, right? I don't say it all the time, but I, when I remember, I say it. We have what, 100, and, 100 people right now on the call. I guarantee you that if not everybody, more than 90, and we are almost, nine, we are 97 people on the call right now. Nobody here said when they were little kids, when I grow up, I want to be a real estate agent. <laughs> no. Nobody here. Nobody. Look at you laughing. Nobody here. <laughs> now, now I can tell you that you can accomplish so, so much, way more than financial as a real estate agent that you can do in most professions. Because it's not limited to the one thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. And you can help a lot of people. But it's up to you. It's up to each and every one of you. So you need to ask one more time to answer your question, all right? Who am I? Who do I want to become? Who do I want to serve? That's going to guide you. Mm -hmm. Give me the, the easy road for me to enter. And the only way that I'm going to enjoy it is by becoming better at it. Is that feedback? Mm -hmm. Got it? So mm -hmm. math, when people don't like math, I don't like math. Well, if you keep saying to yourself, you don't like math, it's going to be very difficult that you're going to be good in math. But when mm -hmm. you get you know, one or two tests in, in, in math and, and you have the reinforcement at home, oh, wow, he's so good at math. It's, yeah, I'm good at it. You're just a normal kid or girl, you know, from, yeah. And then you go to, and then you study more. And as a result, you get what? Better grades. And then the teacher now is telling you, wow, and you're, you're, to your parents, oh, he's so good at math. Yeah, I'm good at math. And then you keep reinforcing that until it becomes that passion. And that's what, what I talked about Angelica, right? That's just, it's just reinforcement. And that's where you want to get to, the place where, where the, just the action of doing the things for your job just give you so much reinforcement. Just find the easy mm -hmm. path mm -hmm. for you to follow. Okay? Very yeah. good. The elevator pitch, very Carlos, good. thank you very much. Huh? Good, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So Jose said, <laughs> instead of a real estate agent, you describe yourself as a consultant who helps individuals invest in Miami, Florida, specializing in first-time home buyers. Perfect. Mm -hmm. what, what, so, okay, tell me, I'll say, what do you do? I'm a, you know, I help first-time home buyers achieve, the, 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 achieve their dream of becoming a homeowner. Becoming a homeowner. That's, that's some, of my, some of my campaigns that I advertise is that first-time home buyers, especially, especially since we're in South Florida, a population with so many immigrants. The, the question I always get is, uh, can I buy a house without papers? Right. 
you know, and I, I, I always walk them through the process. I introduce them to the lender. The lender helps me. I work with an attorney. I work with a 305 uh, credit. I work with, you know, a whole team that I have put together right. through the C5 organization. Right. And I help these people process uh, their paperwork. That simple. That's simple. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Jose. Andrea says, where do I go to contact a coach online? Uh, Andrea, write to info at monteororganization.com, info at monteororganization.com. If you don't know how to contact coach online to ask your questions, go to info at .com and they will leave you, give you the, the, the link. Uh, okay. Orlando, quería comentarte algo rápidamente What? porque creo que... In English, in English, because remember this one is in oh, English. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just uh, when you find some client that has a, a lot of experience with another agent, if you you can differentiate you from the other ones, they are going they are going to engage immediately with you. So it's very very important to differentiation and your knowledge, of course, in the matter of what yep, they, yep. you are doing. But especially the differentiation is very good because once you can position yourself with them. As an expert, they are going with you uh, right. because they trust. Yeah, and that differentiation happens when you ask those three questions because I can't mm -hmm. differentiate myself is if I don't know who to serve, if mm -hmm. I don't know who I want to become, if I don't know what I what I do, who I am. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. So, exactly. Arcione, thank you very much for your very kind words. Uh, very, very good. Arcione Naranjo wrote a very, very nice uh, comment right here. I really, really appreciate it. Deborah says the book is in YouTube. Yeah, you don't mm -hmm. even have to buy it if you want. You just put it, you play it at, at a 1.5, listen to it. And if you like it, you buy it. All right. So very, very good. Uh, and also YouTube, they have a, a lot of uh, summaries of the books. Very so good. Some very ones good. that they don't want to go to the big version, they can go first with the summary and then they can engage with and continue with the other one. Very good want. point. Very good point. So Nancy says, is there any realtor who is located close to Boca? Coconut Creek or Durfield Beach or Durfield experiencing in uh, experience, experiencing rental properties. So if any of you is in that area, you can contact Nancy. You guys uh, can talk about it. Maureen, thank you very much for writing that three questions. The name of the book, one more time. Uh, so good, they can't ignore you. Oh, Jennifer, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Jennifer, for putting that. Uh, and I guess that is it for today. I finished uh the uh, information uh deborah is asking what is a c5 uh deborah email me uh, email me at uh, orlando at montielorganization.com and uh, i'll explain to you uh, orlando at montielorganization.com it's 11 a.m and we finish right on time very very good guys all right so remember, yes Hi, this is Carlina. <laughs> I saw I saw that Deborah asked uh, at the beginning um, that she did a, a campaign, mm -hmm. and she said that she reached over five thousand people, and she she didn't get uh, at least one lead. Mm -hmm. So she asked, "What do you think that is going with that campaign?" I I thought that maybe it was the um, the area. That she that you want to reach or no, I don't so know. It, re reaching people. So th the number one thing when we are doing a campaign is to generate leads, right? Mm -hmm. So if it was it a, a lead generation campaign? Yeah, she said. Let me see because she put on the on the chat. Okay, she so said, I did some marketing on Facebook for new construction and I reached over five thousand people at the, and I did not get one lead. What do you think? What is wrong? Okay, so again, uh, that's what I said. Uh, you know, at the at the beginning when I when I was explaining, uh, ask her to write on the forum her question. But before she writes the question, I need to know exactly if it was a lead generation campaign. If it wasn't a lead generation campaign, she's not going to get the lead, even if she pays a lot of money for traffic. Five million people can see it, but if it is not a lead generation campaign, she's not going to get the lead, right? So first, we need to find out if it was a lead generation campaign. And oh. if it was a lead generation campaign, then we need to find out exactly how much it was. So if she can write that, she can write that in the forum and we'll get her, we'll help her through the forum. Okay? Oh, okay. okay. So maybe she, she put something like uh, she wants to, to receive message or calls. No, no, no. It has to be a lead generation campaign. 
Okay. When on you're Facebook. doing a campaign on Facebook, one mm -hmm. of the uh, options is a lead generation campaign. Oh. And you have to click on that one. Lead generation campaign and Facebook would lead you through that. Okay, maybe that was the mistake. Okay, thank you for- All right, guys, have an amazing, amazing day. Remember, when you have questions like this, make sure you go to the forum. And in the mm -hmm. forum, we can answer those questions for you, oh, right? Okay. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing day, guys. Take thank care. You.